James just wants his coffee. Would you give the man a fucking coffee so he can concentrate? He's been up late. James just wants to go to bed, but we gotta film this fucking podcast instead, so he's gotta stay up a little longer, just get his coffee stronger, so he can focus on the podcast and talk about stuff, and then he can go to bed, but just not yet. Because it's podcast time. Hey guys, welcome to the Full Spectrum Warrior Podcast. Alright, so that's James. If you know, he's had many songs about him. There'll probably be many more songs about him. Yay! And I'm Rich. Obviously, if uh, if you're currently listening to this, um, the... The things that are happening right now, one of the big things that's happening right now is this March for Our Lives. It's supposed to be in support of the well-being of children and stopping violence in all forms for children. But it, it, it does not seem as if that is the goal of this by any means. When you start reading in a little bit deeper and hearing what people are talking about, and all that, you know, the big talking point is we're here to support children, but uh, we're going to talk about some things and, and, you know, I personally, after a couple weeks of listening to all this, I don't feel that that's the case one bit, but um, <clears throat> you got something? You know, since you brought up the March for Our Lives, I, I actually went on their website and pulled up their mission statement. Yeah. I'll give them props for... Some of the stuff kind of makes sense. No, that's total BS, man. None of it makes sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> but they're saying that they we cannot allow one more child to be shot at school. So when you read through all this, that's that's their their point. They don't want people to be shot at schools, churches, all these other things. I'm on board with that. Not it's not realistic. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen regardless of you take all the guns in America away. Somebody's going to figure out a way to get one in here and still do it. So, yeah. So like I, I work with a lot of charities doing veteran suicide prevention and all that kind of stuff. And there's charities out there that will say we, we don't want our goal is to not have one more veteran commit suicide. And it's like, OK, well, that's a novel goal, but yeah. it's not realistic. To not have anyone ever commit suicide ever again, you know, or to never have a, a kid overdose ever again, or no one to ever die in a car crash ever again. You know, the the mission from the first sentence, and I get what they're I get what they're saying, but it's not it's it's not realistic. My goal is for our <clears throat> podcast to yeah. not cause anybody to commit suicide. I don't know if that's realistic. <laughs> you know, this is the worst intro ever. So. All right. All right. So, all right. The Specifically, this is from their website. So I'm going to read it verbatim the five things that they are specifically wanting to work towards. So number one is universal comprehensive background checks. Okay. Number two is bringing the ATF into the 21st century with a digitized searchable database. Um, number three is funds 
for the Center for Disease Control to research the gun violence epidemic in America. Four is high capacity magazine ban. And five is assault weapons ban. So we will touch briefly on each one of these. So universal comprehensive background checks. Like, dude, I don't know. I don't know what people are trying to get out of this universal comprehensive background check. There already there is, is a background check. There already is. Like, what do they mean by universal and comprehensive? What is that? Dude, no one knows what that. Yeah. No one knows what they mean by that. They don't know what they mean by that. So here's the deal. Like, around the country, people are coming out and protesting this, and high school kids are protesting this, and people from, you know, my my wife's a yoga instructor, so I have a lot of like yoga people on my on my feeds and stuff like that and they're mutual friends and I'm, I'm not trying to personally attack them but like i see them out at these marches right and i and other friends that i have from high school and just from from wherever i see them out supporting these marches and that's the stuff that they're saying and 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 then when i ask them like don't you realize that there already is a background check in place they go oh well there's the gun show loophole i'm like no when you go to a gun show you still have to do the background check. Well, the, the, they try saying that the gun show loophole is that I can buy in Florida, that I can buy from a private, like a, a private party, and I don't have to do a background check, which is true. But the the it's not a loophole. That's a law. Yeah. The the, the law in Florida allows that. It's not just at a gun show. I can go to you somebody's house and and buy their their pistol or their rifle right off them right there and not have to do a background check it has nothing to do with the gun shows yeah and yeah. It, <clears throat> it the person who originally got the gun still has to go through the background check yeah you know what i mean so i so mean th- then, already- then you're looking at what's you're looking at what's called a straw purchase and what a lot of these people don't realize is that a straw purchase and again the people who are probably listening to this podcast we're kind of preaching to the choir but a straw purchase is this if i buy a gun knowing that I'm going to sell it to someone else to like, essentially I'm buying it for them so that I'll approve the background check. Cause they won't. Yep. That's a felony. You're not allowed to do that's that. That's already illegal. Like that's illegal. And yep. that's, and that's what raised the controversy when, you know, the, um, the, the different people from the news would go and try to buy a gun at the gun store with the intent to go try to sell it to someone else to show how easy that is to break the gun loophole process. But, then they wind up getting in trouble because they're actually breaking federal laws that are already on the books. If you've ever tried to buy a gun at a gun store, at a gun show, from a gun shop, um, you know that there's already a comprehensive background check. In place. In place. Yeah. They they have to do it. I mean, they say comprehensive. It's done by the FBI. Yeah. So, I so, mean, well, the FBI's dropped the ball on a lot of things right now. Like, Yeah, but news, it doesn't but, get... But, like, but when it still, comes like, to background checks... Who else checks, do you want to do the background exactly, check? Exactly. Okay, the FBI's doing it. Who so, else... So, is... I mean, the background check you do for a firearm is the same one that they do for you when you go to get a job. So, you go to get a job to work around things where they require an FBI background check. That's the same exact thing. So, it's okay for me... To get that that background check sufficient for me to get a job, working around kids and other things, but it's not sufficient enough for me to get a gun. I guess is what they're saying. I, yeah. I don't know. So what's the next one? Uh, the next one is bringing the ATF into the 21st century with a digitized searchable database. 
Yeah, that, I mean that might be that honestly that, might be a good. That's one. actually not a bad idea, dude. When we go um, to get our ITAR, like so yeah. ITAR for us to do our oh work God. overseas in like Brazil and stuff like that, I have to register to to train people out of country or non national citizens. Like, yep. you have to go through the licensing process. I literally have to hire a lawyer to hand walk over the documents and pay them money to go deliver it because if you don't have like Windows five or older. You can't even get on their system. Like I don't even know how those computers are still working. Yeah, and it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like we have to go to try to go to the library, and now the libraries have even updated their stuff to, to to handle the information. So maybe maybe that one's actually pretty legit. Yeah, I mean, out of all these, <clears throat> if I was to pick one, that would the other thing be. with the ATF <laughs> when I moved from when I moved from New Jersey to Florida. No, I'm sorry. When I moved from Virginia to New Jersey to Florida. Right. When I filed, because I have a class two weapons license for my SBR, right? Short barreled rifle. So I went through that uh, assault weapons uh, process and I got the appropriate licensing. When I filed and notified the ATF that I was moving and changing my address to New Jersey, and then I filed that I was moving from New Jersey to Florida, <laughs> right? Which I was in New Jersey for like two and a half years, yeah. literally three years later. Like two and a half to three years later, I get a letter back from the ATF. Thank you for notifying us of your change of address to New Jersey. You know, and I'm like, dude, I'm in Florida now. Like, dude, that was like two and a half, three years ago when I sent you that application. You know, so they're they're, they're pretty behind on some of that stuff in their system. But again, the ATF isn't who you're registering for the for the background check. That's with the FBI. The ATF is a whole different it's, organization. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, maybe but I, I don't I think know too much those, about them. But maybe their maybe their shit is. I a think all those organizations, it it should be, and you'll go through this with the government. Anything you do with the government sucks. It's horrible. We all know this. Anybody who's ever spent more than a day in the military knows that it takes forever to do anything with the government. Go ahead if you if you have a hard time understanding how hard it is to work with the government. Go to the DMV. Go to the DMV. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, um, <clears throat> number three, funds for Center for Disease Control to research gun violence epidemic in America. I mean, I just looked up statistics on the CDC website. Granted, they were a couple years old, um, so I don't know what their funding's like. I mean, they had statistics for gun violence and for other other things that we looked up. So I don't I don't know if that's an issue, but maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know a lot about it. But then if again, gonna, that if gonna, all that does is track an epidemic, or yeah. I, even if it is an epidemic. If they're going to track know something, they should track how many people have adverse effects to all these freaking drugs they're putting our kids on. Yeah. Right. All these kids are having these psych, psychiatric episodes. Well, why are why are the kids all of a sudden having all these psychiatric episodes? And if you look at the amount of drugs everyone's on now versus how many drugs they were on in the past, yep. you know. The the suicide more kids die of or uh, or probably just as many kids die of suicide, right as as they do of of gun sh- like getting murdered or whatever. More yeah. more people are killed via suicide with guns than there are murdered with guns. So it's like the town I grew up in in New Jersey. Every year, one to three kids jump in front of a freaking train. And it's like you could look at that and study why do trains kill children or you could say like, yes, kinetic 
the train killed the, the kid, yeah. right? But that kid was dead before he jumped in front of that train. You know, emotionally, spiritually, you know, wh- however you look at it, like that kid died beforehand. There's something going on. And you guys are looking at, well, what was the physical cause? Boom, the impact of the train hitting him. Like, but what really caused him to go over the edge or her to go over the edge and step in front of a train, right? So we're looking at these statistics of all these gun deaths. Most of these gun deaths are suicide. Why are so many people committing suicide? So if they're going to study the impact of the gun violence, I think they really need to do a study into the the mental disorder of not why people go and shoot others, but even more so, why do people shoot themselves? Because more people are committing suicide than they are going out and, and murdering people in these in these active shooter rampages. Yeah, I mean, I th- the number one killer of children 15 to 24, now this is a 2015 statistic, so the number one killer of kids from 15 to 24 was unintentional motor vehicle accidents. Yep. Uh, the next and that thing could is, fall into drunk driving, yeah. texting while driving, all that kind of stuff. You know, the vehicles, vehicles are the number one thing for that kills teenagers. So then the the next thing, you know, but we're not banning, we're not talking about the let's do a mental yeah. health study on cell phones. So if that's the case, why aren't they talking about raising the driving age to twenty one? If that's the number one, and raising the age of when you can own a cell phone. If I think if, they should. If cars and cell phones combined are the number one cause of children's deaths if you want to call them children young adults but like if that's the main mission here let's not let anyone else die we can't have another teenager die then why isn't the focus on the number one thing that's actually killing teenagers right i'm 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 advocating cars cell phones and alcohol what the the democratic party right now is pushing for is they want to bring the voting age down to like 14. Yeah. They want to they they think at 14 year old at 14 years old you're mature enough to vote, right? But you're not mature enough to drive, smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol, purchase a firearm. So you're mature enough to steer the direction of the of the country, right? And the thing is because you're the the schools have have the children the most manipulative or usually at usually teenagers are are very easily swayed to being more socialistic right because they haven't actually been in the real world yet they don't understand you know going to work every day paying taxes how interest works all this kind of stuff and they, they see the idea or the concept of socialism and it's like, oh man, yeah, that makes sense. That's really cool, you know. But everyone who goes to work and works hard very most of the time very quickly becomes more conservative because they're like, dude, I'm out here busting my ass every day. Yeah. And the government's taking a huge chunk of my paycheck. I'm paying taxes on this and fees on that, you know. But so I, I don't think... It's just very interesting that they want to say that you're responsible enough to vote on laws at 14, but you're not responsible enough to do other things because they say you don't have the maturity level. I look at it the other side of that. You want to do things like Florida did and, and pass a bill that says you have to be 21 to buy to buy guns now. All right, so are we going to tell children? I'm talking about under 18, under 15 years old. Are we going to tell children that say, "Well, I was born a ma- I was born a male, 
but I'm actually a female, so I want to I want to take my penis off. They're letting children make the decision to mutilate their bodies. They're adult enough, they're grown up enough to make a decision that's going to alter their body for the rest of their lives as a child, but you can't buy a gun until you're 21. And the reason is because of maturity. Like yeah. their argument is because you're not mature enough to own a gun. Yeah. So at the same time, when they talk about underage sex and they've now allowed children to have sex at younger, younger ages and the, they don't have to notify the parents now, you know what I mean? And, and all that kind of stuff like what you're talking about yeah. with sex changes and all this kind of stuff. And they're saying, well, they know, you know what I mean? And, and, and they know what they want and this and that. Well, I mean, if you're going to say that uh, uh, someone doesn't have maturity level to make those kind of decisions till they're 21, it should work. It shouldn't be so... You can't nitpick. Yeah, That's, it's very see, nitpick. That, that my, my whole view on this is I don't care what you do. I really don't. I don't care. If you want to make the age of a recognized adult to be 21, to be 25, 30, I don't care. I really don't. But you need to do that across the board. I've never been one that thought the whole you can buy cigarettes at 18 but not, can't buy booze till you're 21. You can join the army at 18 but you can't buy booze until you're 21. That was the funny thing, dude. When I, when I was in the SEAL teams, I, I got to the SEAL team at like 19 years old, 19, 20 years old, right? I was there before I was 21. So I was issued the SIG 226, the 9mm yeah. pistol, right? Scored expert level. You know, I, I was running and gunning with all the dudes at the team. Yeah, we'd go out to the to the local shooting club, and if if I was there off base, I couldn't uh, unless I had like the dudes who were in charge of me with me to sign off on on yeah. me there. I couldn't go shoot a pistol at the shooting range, right? I couldn't even pick up the handguns at the store and look at them because I wasn't 21, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, they were letting me do this and and train yeah. for war and and. You know, obviously extremely uh, proficient with that with that piece of equipment, you know, from a military standpoint. And, and, and when we talk about the military, it's like, OK, cool. Well, yeah, you're you're mature enough to go fight for the country and to do this and to not only run pistols. But I mean, we we're using rocket launchers and and doing, laser, you know, controlling laser laser guided, you know, bombs yeah. and missile systems and all sorts of crazy stuff, yeah. you know, but. Again, they're saying that no, you you actually. So I was doing it, but they said no, actually you can't do it till you're 21. Although we were doing it w when you look at it from a military standpoint. So it's just an interesting thing. Dude, on, on I was on how that I was works. aviation, and I had guys in my first unit that were 18 years old because they had their parents sign for them at 17 to join the army. They were 18 years old working on Black Hawk helicopters. Yeah, at 18 years old. And they're, a lot of that they're sitting on, on the side basis. of the they're sitting on the side of the Blackhawk. They're shooting mini guns. They're shooting sixties. They're shooting two forty Bravos, or uh, Echoes, or Golfs, or something. So it's like, dude, come on, man. At eighteen, but they couldn't go out in town and have a beer. You know, I mean, the the, the going joke in the in the military is, dude, if you're gonna join the military, go overseas. Like if you're under twenty one and you're joining the military, go to Germany, go to Korea. Go 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 overseas because you can drink. Yeah, you know. So lower, yep. like, if you're gonna say it's good to do this, it's it's good to do this. It needs to be the same across the board. 
raise the raise I'm and I'm fine with raising the buying tobacco to your 21. Okay, fine. Then that's the standard. 21 is adulthood. Yeah. Plain and simple like if you can't be trusted with one little thing until you're a certain age, well then you shouldn't be trusted with any of that until you're that age. Yeah, because they're talking about it's based on maturity level. Yeah. yeah. So what's the next one? Uh, number four, <clears throat> high-capacity magazine ban. Okay, yeah, against it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I would say about that. Um, so then we'll jump into your favorite one because this is the one that you love the most. Well, because this is the talking point <laughs> This is of the everyone. major talking point all the time. Right, and this The leads... assault weapons ban. <clears throat> they want to ban assault weapons, which Rich... Yeah, so... <laughs> Again, so I want to tell a story with this. So my buddy's daughter... First off, hold on. For those of you that don't know, assault weapons are are already banned. Yeah, they're already illegal. (laughs) They've been illegal since 1993 when Bill Clinton enacted the assault weapons ban, right? And it's still in place. So assault weapons are already illegal. And to own one... You have to go through a very extensive process to get the licensing to to actually own one legally. So uh, the the very interesting thing here with this is when we say, when I ask all these people, I go, you know, what is a common sense gun reform? Everyone says we need common sense this and common sense that. Well, what is your definition of common sense? And the number one thing they go to is... We need to not let people have assault weapons and weapons of war. And I'm like, okay, <clears throat> could you please explain what what you consider like an assault weapon? They're like, well, it's so easy to get these assault weapons. Anyone can get one. And <clears throat> that's actually not the case. I mean, if you wanted to go on the black market, possibly. But like if you want to get it actually legally... But here's the, here's the deal. So my buddy's daughter, who wants to go into the military, uh, she's in high school, and everyone's freaking out with the march for their lives, and kids are walking out of school and all this stuff. And she posts a photo. She's like, you know what? I'm for the Second Amendment. I like shooting. I think we should be able to own guns. I think this whole thing's, like, I don't agree with it. I think they're going about it the wrong way. And she wanted to post a photo with her holding a sign that was basically a pro second amendment sign and her holding her pistol uh, or the one her dad has that he lets her shoot. And, um, and there was four friends that were there with her and these four friends would not, and these were four boys who would not get in the photo with her because they were afraid that when they went back to school, that the teachers would then start giving them bad grades, judging them or harassing them, um, you know, in school, and that the other students in school would start, you know, on the same path, and and the te- and the parents and all this stuff. So they're like, dude, we're not getting in that photo. They're like, but don't you like to shoot? Or she was asking them, like, you guys are pro Second Amendment too. They're like, yeah, but. If you go and do that, like you're just going to open up the can of worms and it's just not a good thing. So here, these four dudes are afraid of their First Amendment right to free speech. They won't get in a photo with this girl uh, being pro-Second Amendment 
because they're too afraid of what the backlash is going to be. And this is legal. Like they're not, she's not doing anything illegal. Now you'll have students in the droves doing photos with illegal immigrants and it's cool. You'll have kids doing photos, you know, with alcohol or drugs or cigarettes, things that they obviously can't get or they shouldn't have because it's illegal or they're underage and it's cool. You know what I mean? Like everyone wants to smoke marijuana and all this and it's cool and, you know, it's from the earth. So they do it. But here, owning firearms and shooting firearms, your Second Amendment is one of your God-given rights. It's in the Bill of Rights. It's, it's legal. And yet they're so afraid of the backlash that they're going to get in these public school systems that they won't get in the photo. Well, she does the photo anyway, and sure as hell, immediately she starts getting bombarded, you know, with um, some attacks with some friends from school and this and that. And I know this girl, so I come in and I don't want to start trouble on her page, but this other girl came in and was hammering her on posting a photo. I can't believe you'd support these weapons of war. You know, this is disgusting, blah, 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 blah the NRA terrorists, like just going down the list of all the general talking points that these kids are being fed. And I came in and just commented and I said, you know, she said she was saying that no one should have, should own assault weapons and, and it shouldn't be so easy for people to get assault weapons. And I just asked her I, and she said, we need common sense gun reform. So I said, what does common sense gun reform mean to you? And she said, well, you know, we, for starters, it shouldn't be so easy for people to own assault weapons. No one needs assault weapons. And I just said, well, coming from someone who's actually gotten an assault weapon, right? She's like, we need police, we need uh, background checks and we need this and that. And it shouldn't be so easy, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, the actual process of getting one of these assault weapons as it's labeled by the government you know, in that bill is first off, <clears throat> you have to pay a heavy tax. In some cases, it's 200 to $600 a fee just to put in the application. With your application, you have to go through the FBI background check. And not only do you have to get a background check, you have to go to your local police chief or sheriff and sit down and get a personal interview. And they have the right to deny you uh, for any reason that they feel possible they have the right to deny you access to that firearm permit. Then, if they do agree to it, then you have to allow them to fingerprint you and have your fingerprints put on file. Following that, when you go to submit your application with that heavy tax or fee, you also forfeit your right to the ATF that they can come search your house at any given time without notification to come inspect that you are keeping that weapon locked up and stored appropriately and in a safe manner that no one else can get to it. Then lastly, normally these applications take anywhere around to around six to eight months for them to actually process. So before you could go buy that assault rifle or that suppressor or fully automatic rifle or whatever it is, like you're waiting six to eight months to get it. So then when I asked her, I said, so how does that translate into something that's so easy like it, all the topics that you're discussing are all covered already in this process to own one of these weapons of war as you would call it and at that point i got flagged for hate speech 
and they <laughs> shut me up. My thing got deleted. I got shut down, and I was no longer able able to comment on this thread. You know, and and the interesting thing is when you look at this, they didn't want to have. She didn't want to have an open discussion. No, like they say, we need to have an open debate about proper gun control. We need to have a discussion. You know, so we can have an educated or or a, uh, an approach to this that's a common sense where we can find some middle ground. And it's like, dude, I tried to talk to you. And then as soon as I talk to you, and I'm not even being an ass, I'm just going, here's the facts. These are the laws that are on the book, right? And it's it's tr- they're getting triggered, and then we're getting blocked for hate speech. Well, here's the thing. Like, you want an open debate. So if you want an open debate, then let's let's both sides, let's be totally open and honest. Why is the March for Our Lives organization a 501c4? Yeah. So for those, for those of you that don't know, a 501c3, you you have to report who donates to your to your organization. 501c4, you can lock you can seal that up where people can't find out who donated to your organization. So why is March for Our Lives telling people, normal people, to go donate over to every town? Every town. So they're every town's a 501c3. So March for Our Lives is saying go donate over at every town so you can get a receipt and all that stuff. But the big money is coming from March for Our Lives where big money people are donating the money to March for Our Lives, which is a 501c4. Yeah. And so, that way they don't have to tell who's donating the money. Yeah. And, and it's just so very interesting. It's not open and honest debate if you aren't open and honest about everything. Yeah. But, I mean, you hear in their, in their discussions, like that's, the people who are on stage speaking are saying – you know, like for like they're saying we want to ban the bump stock because we want an inch, and once we get that inch, we're gonna take a mile. Like it's it, th- this whole thing has become political. It has good, nothing- good job, by the way, uh, Governor Scott and and Florida. You know, I I thought you had our backs, but uh, evidently, yeah, you want to so, slide that whole take away so the bump stock. So here in Florida, in they they just banned the bump stock, and it's like okay, well the bump stock hasn't been used in any crimes that anyone knows of in Florida. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, well, you know, the bump stock's dangerous. It was used in Las Vegas. Like, no one knows what was used in Las Vegas. They shut down that entire thing. They haven't told anyone anything. They're like, oh, there was a bump stock used. Okay, well, there was 40-something guns in that room, right? Yeah. So out of 40 guns, you're telling me that a gun had a bump stock, and now we need to ban bump stocks? The bump stock is a mute point. All the bump stock is is an opportunity for them to crack the door to try to slide their hands into that Second Amendment and start crossing lines out. You know, the Second Amendment was never designed and put in place for hunting. It was designed for the people to be able to protect themselves, which is an interesting thing because the other countries are watching this debate going on in our country right now. And I have people from Europe, from from the UK, from Germany, from Spain. I just got a, men- a message from a dude in, in Spain. We have people calling in from France, Brazil, uh, Colombia, the Dominican Republic. I have all these people contacting me and they're going, hey, Rich, you guys, I see what they're doing. We're, we're just telling you, like, we had our guns taken away and we are scared for our families in these crazy times. We do not have the ability to protect our families. 
Whatever you do, do not give up your Second Amendment rights. We're all looking to America for hope that one day we'll get our Second Amendment rights back, or they don't have a Second Amendment Second Amendment rights, but like hoping that their we'll be able rights. to get their gun rights back. Yeah. Because now they're victims. Are they victims of the government or they're victims of the criminals? You know what I mean? And in, in this case, like you look at these school shootings, um, or or any of these any of these events, the police are probably not going to be the first responders. No, I mean statistics say that the average police uh, response t- time is is like at at the lowest like six minutes, I think. Yeah, and the, most of these attacks are done in three and a half minutes. Yeah. Well, well the school shooting was what six minutes forty seconds. Yeah. So I now mean, that one had his uh, officer, and there was an officer there, but officer he there, a, but he bitched out. So total d bag. You know. The, um, and, kids- and for those of you that are like in Florida, that are like, oh well, you know, they're they're banning the bump stocks. So that's okay because I already have mine. Sorry, if you haven't read the bill, you might want to go read that because you cannot possess them. Yeah. So as of October 1st, as of October 1st, 2018, if you have it and you are caught with it, it is a felony. Yep. Just so you guys know. So the other thing is they're like, okay, well, you know, we just want to have an open debate. We want to have... Uh, a give and take. So we're going to allow teachers to yeah. be able to be armed in the school rooms, and and w- but we're going to give up the right to the bump stock. Well, that's not the case either because we're well, sitting here reading this bill. Just real quick on the bump stock stuff. Yeah, there, there's another there's a cat there's another issue to that. So um, I'm actually looking at the bill that that Governor Scott signed. Think, thanks by the way again, Governor Scott. Um, so. Not only will you have to get rid of the bump stock that you possibly already have, but it also covers conversion kit, a tool, an accessory, or a device used to alter the rate of fire of a firearm, to mimic automatic weapon fire, or which is used to increase the rate of fire to a faster rate than is possible for a person to fire such semi-automatic firearm. So if you just ordered those new badass binary triggers, nope. Yep. Nope. That's a felony. Illegal. Nah, that's a felony. You know, trigger work, so you can do, you know, bump fire. Uh, illegal. I mean, you you literally could use that terminology. It's to, so open ended. To take away anything that decreases the weight of your trigger. So if your gun comes with a five pound trigger and you put it to a three pound trigger, that increases your rate of fire because you can pull the trigger faster. Yeah. Now, I mean, will they enforce that? I don't know. We'll find out in October. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. You know what I mean? Um, hopefully, maybe they'll enforce it like they do illegal immigration and, you know, nothing will happen. <laughs> or, maybe maybe you'll get benefits. Or maybe they'll you'll come, get free guns and discounts, you know. Or as in the case in California. You'll get, dis- you'll get, you'll get ammo subsidies. <laughs> the, the case in California, the ATF will come to pick up your guns, but the mayor of your <clears> town will call you and let you know that they're coming and you can just get rid of all your stuff. Yeah. So We'll see if that happens. Um, but... In the case yeah. of the of the teachers, so here it, again, <clears throat> we have this misguided information that says that they're going to be helping us out and letting the teachers be armed in our schools. Dude, these teachers are going to have more training than almost every single patrol police officer in the country, and probably some freaking SWAT guys, depending well, on where you are. If you're like an auxiliary SWAT, SWAT guy, so listen to what listen to what is necessary for these teachers to actually be armed in school to defend the children. 
funny you should say that because they actually have to have they have to shoot 10% more rounds than the police academy does. So, so teachers are not going to have more <laughs> like literally and when you read this teachers are going to have like more firearms training than than uh, guys going through the police academy. Okay, so first off, like the counties do not have to follow this ruling. The sheriff has a ha, can make the decision on whether to um, instill this this what they're calling the Coach Aaron Feist Guardian Program within within the county, and the schools within the county can also decide whether they want to participate in the program or not. If you decide you want to participate in it, and you're a teacher and you decide you want to do it, number one. If you're a teacher that stays in a single classroom, you do not transfer from classroom to classroom or anything like that, by the way, you're out. Right off the bat, you're out. You can't do this program. You have to be able to hold a valid license, concealed carry license. You have to complete 132 total hours of comprehensive firearm safety. So real quick on that, 132 hours would break down if you did it 18 or an eight-hour an eight-hour uh, training day. Training day. It would be seventeen and a half training days. So you're literally looking at like two and a half weeks of full training days. Now, let's yeah. say you did one weekend a month and two it, weeks a year. No, it, I'm kidding. one one weekend a month. Okay, so maybe the teacher will do like uh, uh, we'll take a weekend a month to to work it. That turns out to it would take the teacher eight and a half months. If they did it at a weekend at a time per month, it would take them eight and a half months to get their to get their uh, their cleared hot to basically be able to carry on the school grounds. So 132 hours, basically, um, you have to be taught in the police academy way by a police academy instructor. That's basically what it breaks it down to. But they want a higher score. Yeah, but you got it. Well, not a higher score. You got 85 percent pass rate, which I think is the police academy standard. Okay. But you have to shoot 10% more rounds, but no more than 20% more rounds. So you have to shoot between 10 to 20% more rounds. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know who the hell writes these things. I don't know. Um, so eight hours of firearms instruction, again, based off the academy model taught by academy instructors. You need 16 hours of instruction in precision pistol. You need eight hours of discretionary shooting instruction using state-of-the-art simulator exercises. So hold so, on, just just right there. Okay. Rich, what would you charge for 16 hours of precision pistol instruction? Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, each one of these That would be like is, a $700 course. Is hundreds of dollars. Each one little block. But who's who's got this who's got this it does, state of the art simulator? Yeah. yeah. Who's got access to these simulators? Travis Haley has one. Does he? Yeah, he's got that new D2 shooting range thing. Where it's all like you're inside and you shoot like yeah, virtual reality or whatever. He's fucking all star. Like, yeah. but who else got a fucking simulator, <laughs> man? So Travis Hayes is the only one. Now. Oh, Gander Mountain. Oh, Gander Mountain oh, went, out, went of out of business. Oh shit. Oh, shit. Right. We should have bought theirs. We could have done this. Almost made it. Oh man, we almost had it. Samsonite. I was way, way off. Uh, all right. So anyway, you guys get the point. The whole this this yeah. bill goes on and on and on. So well, I, hold on. I just want to finish the hours. Yeah. All right. So. So keep in mind, this is a teacher that's supposed to be teaching students. Um, so then eight hours of instruction in active shooter or assailant scenarios, which I don't have a problem with that one. That's actually, I like that idea. I think yeah. that should be mandatory anyway. Um, eight hours of instruction in defensive tactics. Got to be able to kick ass. 
And 12 hours of instruction in legal issues. So you got to know the laws also. Hold on. There was one more block of that, wasn't there? Wasn't it diversity training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have 12 hours certified nationally recognized diversity training program. This also has to be renewed annually. It does not say that you have to take all 132 hours every year, but it doesn't say that you don't have to take... 132 yeah, hours every just year. Said that it just says it's a yearly, to, yeah. a yearly qualification. <laughs> so I don't know, man. But <clears throat> again, the the political climate is oh, just so oh, tricky right now. This is the other thing that I that I forgot to mention to you earlier. So if I'm reading this correctly, I believe that it said that the school, if if the school has a problem child, if there's a kid that they want to say they think has an issue they the school has to pay for the child's mental evaluation really i believe that that is what it said i, I read so that in there in but i don't know if that's exactly what they in the state of florida we have a thing called the baker act and you can call in on someone if you think they're going to commit suicide or they're going to they're cutting themselves or they're in danger if, to themselves if they're a danger to themselves or others yeah and the police will come in and basically detain them for 24 hours or whatever. It's a minimum 24 hours. Minimum of 24 hours just to make sure that they're okay and get a psychiatric evaluation or whatever. So now normally the police have to do that. Now they're giving the the school the authority to call in essentially what would be in a Baker Act on, on a student. But, but in that it's saying that the school has to pay for the, yeah. the, the mental evaluation of the student, you know. So Again, <clears throat> there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things going on here, as far as um, what this march of life, what their true goal is, and I believe their true goal is is to undermine the Second Amendment, and um, the just from the base of the things that they're arguing about, most of these things are, are already on the books, and the the bigger thing to me is. The things that really would make a difference and the things that are that are actually, you know, would be worthwhile to looking into, no one wants to look into them. Yeah. Again, you know, the when people say mental health, like, well, what are you really looking into mental health? You know what I mean? Are we really going to start investigating these drug companies? Are we really going to start looking into the the video games and the social the social side of this, or or is this just going to be something for us to look into? Um, oh, if you are on prescription drugs, now you can't own a firearm. Instead of going, well, why do all these pres- prescription drugs give people these psychiatric side effects and focus on that? They just go, oh, no, no, no. Well, if you're on this dep- antidepressant, now you can't own drugs because you're on the antidepressant. Well, why Why are we putting so many children on these freaking drugs to begin with? You know, and Yeah, like I that. mean, dude, like my whole thing is – I would like to see instead of all this money and time and effort shoved into uh, banning assault re- weapons and whatever, um, I would like to see that money and effort put into let's let's research, let's work on the mental health aspect of this thing. I'm not saying it's a mental health issue, it's a gun issue, it's a this issue, it's that issue. However, this particular situation. You can obviously tell it was a mental health problem, okay? There's not a person out there that does that is yeah, not saying that this kid did not have a mental health problem. But that's okay? the thing that's interesting. No one is – no one – these signs, all the billboards, the talks, no one's talking about that kid Cruz. Of course. There's no billboards that are, count, uh, that are anti-Cruz. 
Cruz is a monster. Cruz is a murderer. No one, no one's even talking about Cruz. Half the people probably going, "Who the hell's Cruz?" That's the name of the kid who shot all the children, all the kids at the high school. Yeah. No one even knows the dude's name. You know what I mean? He's irrelevant in this whole story, and it's like, uh, you know, he, he doesn't have to take any responsibility for this. You know, the Did FBI and the the police and all these people who dropped the ball on this whole case. You know, this dude was brought in like 30 something times they were he was looked into i'm sick and tired of the mentality that passes the buck down the line if your kid is going to school and he's beating up other kids or he's going to school and he's shooting other kids i have kids okay my kids don't go to school and beat up other kids my daughter could kick the shit out of just about anybody out there but does she do it no all right here's the thing though it starts at home it starts with the family life. And if you don't have that connection with your kids, I'm sorry, but if your kid is going out and shooting people in the face or beating the shit out of other kids, you're a shitty parent. Well, I'm what sorry. about but but we're looking at we're looking at and I'm not defending Cruz. No. Right? Yeah. But it goes the other way too. How many how many of these kids were picking I don't I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. But the question I look at I go, how many kids were picking on this dude every day at school? For how many years was Cruz at the tail end of Well if you look you know, at if you look at other know, like if you look at the if you look at the what the hell was that? The uh Columbine, Columbine shooting. Yeah. I've heard that they got picked on a lot. Maybe that's true, maybe it's not. Yeah, that I don't was know. the general consensus that yeah. they were kind of like the outcast kids and maybe it's true, you know, maybe it's not made fun but of and Here's whatever. the thing. I don't, as a fat ginger kid, okay, I'm a redhead, I was fat as a kid, I'm a fat ass now, I got picked on every day of my life, okay? However, I still turned out not going to jail, not shooting people in the face, you know, not just going around randomly beating the shit out of people, all right? It's, it's easy. And the reason why, I'm not saying my parents beat the shit out of me. But they would if they needed to. Yeah, it's amazing to watch you know, these kids speak on these talk shows with such disrespect to their parents and to adults in general. Talking about like, how dare you this and how dare you that. I'm like, dude, if I ever said how dare you to my mom or dad, like, are you kidding me? If and I my- ever told my dad to cash me outside... I would have had my ass beat. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, man. It, it's it's just wild. But again, you know, the main thing is this: our Second Amendment right, our ability to protect ourselves and to protect our families. That's a that's our God given right. I don't have to ask anyone permission to defend to defend my wife. I don't have to ask anyone permission to defend myself. And that's why the Second Amendment is put into place. That as a free society, as a free nation. I don't have to ask permission or I shouldn't have to ask permission to defend myself. And the free speech is supported by the Second Amendment. And, and anyone who says different, they're, they're wrong. It's been proven time and time again. And it's a very slippery slope we're on right now. These kids don't want to say anything to oppose right, the progressive narrative in these schools because they're afraid that they're going to get their their freedom of speech will be seen with force or their grades or whatever so they're basically being they're not allowed to have their freedom of speech if they do have freedom of speech it there's comes with consequences 
And and yeah, and if you and if you take away people's gun rights, then the same thing that's happening in the schools will be the same thing that's going to be happening on a national level. And you can you see it right now in these other countries. People cannot you can literally go if you're in Germany and you say, "Okay, we just brought in millions of Muslim migrants that don't speak the language, they have no money, they don't understand our culture. How are we supposed to pay for all these people?" If you just say Doing the math, when they bring over their families, how are we supposed to pay for their wife or their four wives and their you know nine kids? How are we supposed to pay for that? If you ask that question, you're labeled a Nazi. You you're know what a mean? horrible, horrible yeah. person. And and it's the same thing we see happening here with with illegal immigration. It's the same thing we see here with supporting the Second Amendment. You know, you're you're starting to be ostracized and all this stuff, and it's just a very very slippery slope and we have to be careful with it um or we're going to lose if we lose the second amendment then all the other rights because right now we're not a democracy these kids think we live in a democracy they're constantly talking about we need to take this democracy back and we need to show these parents how uh, our democracy really works these kids have been ill-informed we don't live in a democracy democratic republic the republic the law is what protects you against the mob if the mob wants what the mob wants, they can't have it because there's laws in place. We live in a republic. It has a de- democratic side to it that allows us to vote people into positions. But at the end of the day, our, we are governed by laws. So we're a republic, right? And um, and if we're not careful, it will turn a democracy. If this turns to a democracy, our country will definitely collapse. You know, you have freedom of speech. That's your First Amendment right. I have no problem with these kids i have no problem with these kids going out and saying how they feel and and i fight for the or fought and will continue to fight for the right for you to say those things but in return you're not going to take away my second amendment rights yeah i have the right to have a firearm to protect myself and my family i don't it's not about from the government it's not about from tyrannical whatever I don't care about any of that. Okay? So here's the thing on that, though. You have the right to free speech, but you also have the right to say nothing. Yep. Right? When you get stopped by the police and you get arrested or whatever, you have, the re- you have the right to remain silent. So I have the right to free speech, and I have the right to just shut my mouth. So I have the right to own a gun, and if you don't like guns, you have the right not to buy one. Right? But it's arms. It's not guns. It's yeah. arms. So arms is anything that I can use to protect myself because back in the day, arms, an armed guard carried a sword and a shield. You know what I mean? An armed sentry might have had a spear. Like we think of arms as as firearms. See, the word fire is describing the type of arm because it has an explosion, a firearm. But the right to bear arms, right? It doesn't say the right to bear, bear firearms. The right to bear arms as I have the right to protect myself with any type of weaponry, you know, that I need to, or, or, you know, that was the concept of this. And at the time, these guys had the same weaponry that the militaries did. All right, guys. So that's going to be the end of this one. Uh, like I said, it's going to be a little bit longer than usual, but uh, this is this is just how we feel. It's James's fault. It's it's all my fault. I'll take the brunt. Uh, go on the FullSpectrumWarrior.us website. Check out some of the courses we have coming up. Sign up for the membership that we have because it's epic and it's awesome and you'll love it. 
So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the next podcast and let us know how you feel about this one. Thanks, guys. See ya.